Welcome, my friends. How do I find you this week? Are you well? Are you happy? Are you rested? Are you caring for yourself? I hope so. I am here. I am in the castle. I am the castle. And the castle, like me, is, I think, at least for now, perhaps, I hope, deeply, at peace once more. Things come and things go. Feelings, problems, restlessness. There is no end to the stressors and the troubles and the sorrows and the little things that come and go in this life. But the castle stays strong, ever-changing, disappearing, in and out of view, just as I do. Well, perhaps strong isn't the right word. Perhaps the right word is present. The castle, just like me, is here. That's what's important. Come with me. That's right, just as we used to do. Down the hall, holding our candles in our hands. Whether or not we have hands this time or not, in and out, in and out, they fade. For me at least, and I've come to accept this, I'm neither here nor there. While I'm very much here, it's more that I'm also elsewhere. Same as you, I think. Is it that... There is more than one of each of us, so that we can be in multiple places at once? Or rather, is it that we've greatly misunderstood physics, and the act of being in a place isn't quite as simple as we thought it was? Who knows? Either way, as you are here, follow me, and follow the candlelight. You know the drill. We follow a long red carpet, and on either side of us is darkness. The castle will take us where the castle wants us. But look. There. Up on the ceiling. Or at least up in the black space where there normally would be a ceiling. A little star. It's bright, like a neon yellowish green, 
and it has five points. It's not unlike something a child might put on the ceiling in the bedroom. Do you know those stars? Little plastic things one puts on their walls, and when the lights go off, they glow so sweetly and make such a comforting sight. As we keep going, more and more of them appear. They vary in sizes. There are some little moons, too. Maybe little planets with little rings around them. They start to pepper the walls, too. And they do so more densely the further along we go. So sweet. So darling. As we keep going, I notice something else among them. Little points of white light. First one, then two, then several. Then they begin to outnumber the plastic ones and take them over. As we walk in what seems to be Outer space. Here's our door. It stands among the darkness, surrounded by stars, stars near and far. I think the walls have gone. The door itself is plain enough, interestingly. Well, here we are. This is the observatory. Allow me. Here, there are a few seats. They are tilted back so that we can look up at the stars. The ceiling is the stars. We're not quite outside, but we're not quite inside either. We're neither here nor there, as we ought to be and are. It's an observatory though it doesn't have a telescope. Because the sky doesn't quite work like that in this room. Let me show you what I mean. If you'd like to, sit down. Or bring the version of your body that is in this castle here with me to one of these lovely, comfy seats. And sit across from me. Lean back if you feel safe enough to, and look up at the night sky with me. This is a very special night, and this is a very special sky. 
let me show you what I mean. See that shooting star over there? It's not really behaving like one, is it? Easy, that's because it's not. It's sort of swirling, dancing, looping in and out and around, pausing sometimes and then changing direction. Another one, look, over there dancing as well. Now see as the two points of light notice each other and begin to circle and twirl around each other. Dancing together, it seems. Ah, another one. And another one. And then another one. Join one after the other. Some of them move so fast that they seem to create lines in the sky. Lovely symmetrical patterns among the other stars. Let's go closer. The whole room easily moves towards it as though we are in a little capsule hurtling through space. That's not quite what's going on. The castle isn't really going anywhere. It's just that we can be wherever we want to be. Easy to do here, don't you think? The closer we go, the more we are able to see that they are shaped like creatures. Some we recognize. Some we do not. Some have bodies not unlike the ones we sometimes have. Faces. Some smile and laugh. Some are a little confused. Some are admittedly a bit upset. But that's alright, they'll change eventually, I'm sure. Some do not look very much like us at all. Perhaps they are from somewhere else. But they behave similarly. Dancing. Laughing, scowling, scurrying. Emotions run rampant among the spirits here in the sky. They are almost free. Almost completely free. Not quite. There is some reason they find themselves here without, I guess, what we might inaccurately call earthly bodies but I'm not sure what that is. It seems that neither are they. Some are fine with that, others not quite so. Either way, it does not matter. They'll still dance and make patterns together in the night sky. Geometric stars, flowers, woven webs of shapes with their lovely white light quite nice, regardless of how they feel about it. We didn't notice it, but it seems we're part of it too. Part of this dance of shapes, form, 
and pattern, even in a formless state. We are part of a pattern of form somewhere. I find that comforting. Do you? Take a deep breath. This might get a little scary. For me, anyway, it is. Shh. We have to wait. The souls have stopped their dance and are scattering, fleeing. There is no point, though. Poor things. You'll see. Something is coming. It's difficult to describe. It's very large. It's very empty. It's very hungry. I can't tell you much about science, the science of space, quantum physics, anything like that. That's not the realm my mind exists in, not on this plane anyway, and not in any kind of verbal realm. But I think there is something that I intimately understand about the concept of black holes. The idea of something containing an emptiness so crushing that it devours anything in its path. I understand that it is at the same time the opposite of emptiness. It is so densely full of matter that it cannot help but be destructive. There is just so much in it, from my understanding. So, so much within that apparent emptiness that nothing can escape it. Everything nearby will get pulled into it, sucked up into that dense, emptiness. And within it, who knows what happens? Well, some do, or so they say. They eat. If something were to fall into a black hole, it would be torn apart into ribbons, compressed, split, ripped into bits and bits and bits, little tiny molecules everywhere, scattered far, far away. And that's that. Or so we tend to suppose. More on that later. Oh, 
perhaps sooner than we might like anyway. There it is. See? Spirits are trying to fly away. These spirits from our planet and others, screaming, scrambling, trying to escape. But the black hole is too big. It's not fast, but it's inescapable. And they are falling into it. To us, it seems they're merely disappearing. I hate to tell you this, my friend, but it's coming for us, too. It's coming towards us. It's coming towards the castle. It's coming for the earth. I'm not trying to escape because there's no point. And I'll tell you a delicious little secret about it. It's our child, you see. We made this thing. This thing coming to gobble us up and chew, chew, chew. We may not remember how, or when, or why, or by what power. But it's something born of us. Every single one of us. Imagine a little singularity. A little point within your heart so densely packed, full of everything in the universe. That's it. Over there. Every little thing, every big thing, every event that ever was or ever will be, everything that brings you fear or dread or joy or calm. Looking right back at us and ready to eat. What happens if it all goes? If my body on Earth goes away, that's fine. My soul can stay on Earth. If Earth goes, that's fine. My soul can play in the stars. If the stars and the night sky go, that's fine. My soul will fly to another galaxy. If that galaxy goes, no problem. I shall then fly to another, and another, and another. But what happens if it all gets swallowed up? Every last bit of it. As is happening right now. Let's find out. Here it comes. Hold my hand if you like. Take a deep breath. All will be well.
You know, it doesn't hurt at all. Compressed, torn up, stretched, devoured. It doesn't hurt. In fact, it feels more like there's space opening up between every bone, every muscle, every sinew, every drop of blood, every molecule, every thought, every feeling, every fear, every longing. Space between all of them. Enough of it that I can see through it all and feel my space mixing with yours and those other spirits and the eternally dense matter within the black hole. Eventually it flings every bit of us out and through that space. Little pieces flying everywhere in that inky blackness until they mingle with the stars. Little bits of white light dancing among each other, forming patterns of formlessness and form, emptiness and density. Some of us dances over here with these spirits. Some of us dances over there with those spirits. And some parts of us are right here still, too. Everywhere, really. It feels like starting again. When something big and scary and hungry is coming to get you. I suppose you can always think of it as an opportunity to expand, to change, to branch out, to start again. Perhaps one of these little star particles from my previous form will create a new world. I would say, in time, but we both know that that's not a measurement that will really apply here. Now I get the chance to just be the sky. That's nice. Big scary thing coming to eat us, coming to take the sun, coming to take every little thing like muscles and bones and televisions and phones and decadences and responsibilities and, 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 and. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with all that. But when the big, scary thing comes, even that won't be the end. Because, you see, follow that little star over there. That one that is one of the billion, 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 billion pieces of us that flew into the galaxy. Look 
closely at it. Zoom in on it with your awareness. It has five points. It's a bright neon yellowish green. Like a little plastic star a child might put on the ceiling in the bedroom. So they won't be afraid of the dark. More of them appear. And around us, there are walls and a ceiling and a door. We are outside the observatory and back in the castle where it's all started again. For just a little while, anyway. We can always start again. Hello very much, my friends, and welcome to my latest episode of On a Dark, Cold Night, number 243. This is Kristen Zaza, your host, writer, narrator, composer, etc. Nearing the end of the summer, or at least the summer break for me, and finally starting to feel a little centered, a little more myself, a little more grounded, yet completely up in the clouds as usual, too. It's nice. I hope you're doing well out there as well. I hope you're finding time to get the rest you need before fall starts making its appearance. It's a nice reminder to me to take stock of what needs to be done, to look around at what we've planted and grown and need to harvest, and what we need to do to prepare for the cold which always comes and will always leave and come again and leave again. In the meantime, I hope you enjoyed our little visit to the stars tonight. Sending big thanks to everyone who supports On a Dark Cold Night via Patreon on a monthly basis. Thank you so much, my friends. Every supporter of $1 US a month gets access to my complete soundtrack, while every supporter of $5 US or more gets that, a monthly tarot reading video every full moon, and a weekly bonus meditation on Thursdays called Quick Moments. You can learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. You can also find those meditations through a subscription to the Sonar Plus channel on iTunes. Learn more by visiting On a Dark Cold Night on iTunes or searching for the Sonar Network there. You can support one time only without any perks through coffee.com at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight or by buying a t-shirt or hoodie at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. I'd also always love it if you followed me on social media. I'm on Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, Facebook and YouTube under On A Dark Cold Night, TikTok at Kristen Zaza, and though you can still find me on Twitter for the time being at A Dark Cold Night, I'm also moving over to Blue Sky finally, because, you know, I'm just getting sick of the Tyrant King's nonsense. 
You can find me on Blue Sky at Kristen Zaza. It would be fabulous if you're enjoying the show if you left me a review and a rating on Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Podchaser, or anywhere else you like to do so. And my album, Favorite Little Songs from On a Dark Cold Night, is on Spotify, iTunes, and lots of other music streaming apps if you want to check out 17 tracks from the last three seasons. Thank you again for listening, my friends. Take care of yourselves. Enjoy the rest of the summer. Enjoy the harvest. And enjoy some good rest among all that, too. Lots of love. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. So